1: Yeah, I don't know how uh, genuine, authentic my yeah is this morning after a, a couple of losses to the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's a little bit of Let's, a performance uh, yeah, yeah enough at this that. point. Enough. you mean that. enough of we that? We already
2: did it. That, that's kind of where I'm feeling right now. You know what that tells me? That tells me Lakers are going to go on a roll. I hope so. That's what it tells me. Because I couldn't even get that out. I couldn't get <laughs> yeah, that out you, properly. You,
1: I felt you searching for the words. I felt you trying to find a way to try to make that. It go. didn't come You're from the soul. It, it, it did didn't not. even come from the soul. It did not. Okay,
2: can we set up something here real quick? So Sunday, what time does your pregame start? Three thirty. Three thirty. Your pregame starts. So do Me you go- and Kirk Morrison, then halftime, then postgame show at the Hollywood Park Casino. Immediately following the Rams and the Titans. Okay. Do you go to? Do you go straight to salt? Like where do you prep? Do you prep from home or do you? Do I prep you- from home. Okay, so you'll prep from home. You'll get to SoFi around 2.30. Okay, 2.30 you'll be there. And then uh, once the game starts- Mm You go up, you have like this separate area, security guard takes you up to a certain spot. (laughs) I walk. You go to the press box, and then uh, you do your espresso shots, you do all that stuff. By the way, Emily, am I the only one that gets late to get in there? (laughs) No, you're welcome. That walk
1: from our set Mm -hmm. to the press box, and we walk the whole way. There's no elevators involved. It's stairs and stairs and stairs and stairs. I am like panting by the time we get to the
2: the, uh, the press box because we're on the ground Send, level. All do the way me to favor. the top. Do me a favor, real quick. I'll buy some time. Send Cronky a quick email. <laughs> Private Travis elevator. No, just say, hey, you know what? Um, you know the stadium you guys built. It's <laughs> it's, it's pretty nice, I, but make sure you put "pretty" and bold, <laughs> like it's. No, it's, wouldn't quotation marks be better? It's yeah, pretty nice. It's pretty nice, and then just say, listen, this whole uh, walking thing. Let's. let's Emily's heard me
1: say this before. I say this to Kirk every time. We're getting Mm -hmm. ready to do the show, and I will say it somewhere around 3.15 on on Sunday afternoon. We're getting ready to do it. Every time I'm like, this place is unreal. Yeah. And I've been in it a lot now. I've been every Rams game this season. I've been through it a bunch before that. Every time I walk through those gates, every time I sit down in the press box, every time I sit down at our set looking at the front of the – Unreal real if you have not been there you really need to try to find a way to go to a rams game a chargers game a concert something get inside that place it will
2: blow your the mind best part from what you know the one experience i went going there driving in it's amazing something about just kind of driving you're like what the hell is that it's
3: they have the water feature it, they everything. have all the
2: everything's so cool the roof is cool like everything about right, it i'll, I'll be there sure the sunday night in. i'm ready to go I can't wait
1: people will say where's Slee?" he's right there He's, he's right there. He's just hanging out, ready to do some Ask slees in person. We don't have to do them on the air. You can just set up a little card table. Where's slees He's at Starbucks.
2: He's grabbing me a <laughs> cappuccino. I
1: like this idea. Card table, little sign, hashtag Ask sleeve. You can just sit there
2: and <laughs> wait for people to come by and ask. Like
1: like You're Lucy in uh, The Peanuts, paper. right, where she will answer your questions for five dollars, uh, five cents. You remember that? All right. Um, LeBron did not play last night. Yeah, He's got an abdominal strain. Mm-hmm. He has already missed a couple of games prior to that. He is going to miss at least a week is how it's being described. Um, I'm always really concerned when I see a, at least attached to anything because that means at, they don't have a timetable. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. At least a week could be two weeks. It could be three weeks. It could be a month. It could, could be, be a week. It could be a week. Yeah. Right. You just don't know, which means they're not entirely clear where it is. LeBron James is still one of the best players in the league. Yep. He is still an incredible difference maker. When he mm-hmm. plays the we saw it against the uh, Rockets the other night in the fourth quarter. He just took over and it game. turns on the engine and Who's goes. It? By the Who way, look
2: it? at yesterday's game as an example. LeBron would have the ball in his hands mm-hmm. at the end of the game. He'd be determining. So all of a sudden that's the ball's out of Russ's hands and so forth. This is what happens though. He's in his nineteenth.
1: This is nobody's fault. Yeah. This is this is just the earth spinning around the sun <laughs> over and over and over again. He's in his 19th season, and that's being generous. He's not in his 19th season. He's in his 22nd or 23rd season. You add up all the playoff time, that puts him way into the 20s. When you start to get hurt at an advanced point in your career, they tend to stack up on each other. They tend to become more frequent, not less frequent. You get hurt when you're 20, you might not get hurt again until you're 30. But when you get hurt when you're 35 or 33 he got hurt again at 34, and then 35, and then 36. It's just the way the body responds to this stuff, and I'm genuinely concerned. He's still a great player when
2: he's available, but I'm worried about his availability. So the 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 tough part with LeBron is we had a couple callers say, hey, you guys really worried about Lakers losing to the Thunder in November? Yes. There, there's some Laker fans say, no, I, I don't give a you-know-what. I think the difficult part to tell with LeBron is – How much – anytime anything happens and LeBron takes a game off or he takes a couple games off, is this a just pure, hey, we're trying to be smart, it's a long grind, it's 82 games, or no, LeBron's hurt, like he can't go tonight, or the recovery is going to take a little bit longer? I don't have that answer because the one thing – let me give you a perfect example of this. Last season, the Lakers, they held LeBron out for, if you remember, it was like 20 games, something along those lines, after he – Injured his ankle, that high ankle sprain against Sol- Solomon Hill, uh, yep. against the Hawks. It was about 20 games that he was uh, that he was held out for. After that, he tried coming back. If you remember, he came back for a couple of games and then had to sit out for a few more games. A- and the Lakers were just kind of playing this: how healthy can we get him before the playoffs? And then they ran out of time. The playoffs started. Yep. So I'm not a hundred percent sure if what we've seen so far this year is just merely the it's an 82 game grind you know what that's why but Russ I, is here I keep hearing I the whole that's that why part. they make the trade I have trouble with it this is it is an 82 game grind they've played
1: nine games mm-hmm. if if this is the point where you need a week off if this is no th- they,
2: they, it tells you then it's it's more yeah it's, they, it's they, not if it were, a
1: if it were hey I'm gonna I'm gonna miss a game twice a month cool. I, I get back it. Back to back, I, right? It's mm-hmm. Second, all of that stuff. It makes sense to me. But this is missed a couple of games earlier, and now we're going to miss a week at least. That that's not just hey, let's be strategic about this. This is we need to really find a way to conserve well, part some of it of this is, energy. But well, part of it, I think, is strategic in the sense that,
2: but if not you're not exclusively in the, strategic, right? It feels like there's something more to this. Not exclusive because I don't think you have you know maybe it's not a 100% option here if the lakers were in the playoffs right now do i think he would play maybe yeah but they're 9 games into the season sure. so i think they're going to obviously approach it different i'm going to read off a stat this came from espn stats and info it's a startup company a small company i don't know if we can <laughs> haven't heard of them we got to double check this uh <laughs> this source here um so lebron james his career availability okay from 2003 to 2010 with the Cavaliers, Okay. what percentage of games, regular season games, do you think LeBron played? So this is like the first eight years of his career? First eight years of his career, uh, what I'll, percentage of games? 95. 95 on the dot. Is it really? <laughs> 95% yeah. on the dot. I knew basically all of them. Okay. 2010 to 2014 with the Heat. Played in three hundred and twelve regular season, or they play. There was three hundred and twelve possible games to play in the regular season. What percentage of games you played? Ninety four percent. Okay, okay. And then from with the Cavs again, twenty fourteen to twenty eighteen. What percentage of regular season? Ninety something, ninety two percent. Okay, with the I don't like where this is headed. With the Lakers, two thousand eighteen to present. And this is, look, this is just kind of pointing out yeah. the amount of games. Remember, he it's, had the groin strain that first year yep. that he became a Laker. Yep. The next year, he was healthy predominantly the entire season. Last season, he missed the games with the high ankle sprain. And then now we're in this year. Ab strain. Um. Or that's right. with the yeah. But the high ankle sprain before. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, so what percentage of games do you think he's played with the Lakers? Regular season games, a total of 233 is the most amount of games. Say 80. 74%. So you went it's 20 95 drop. 94 92 and then but but it's it's also what you said in the beginning this is the evolution He's not 25 anymore. Right. When he was with Miami, <laughs> yeah. he'll go every game. When he was with Cleveland, he'll go every, even that last stint with the Cavs when he was on his 13th, 14th, 15th season, that's a lot different than 16, 17, 18 and 19th season. Yeah,
1: it's it it's just add some context. You know, you know to it. what it is, Al? Yeah. It is exactly what we've been talking about. It's it's not the end of the story, but it's certainly part of the story. This is just like the Lakers. The Lakers' nine games through this have been bad. I don't I don't if anybody else feels differently. You can feel however you want. I'm telling you, you cannot look at the way that they've played through those nine games and think anything other than that doesn't look right. Okay. It doesn't mean it's over, but it doesn't look right. LeBron not playing this amount of games this early, it's not, doesn't mean he won't be around for the playoffs, but it means something. It means something about his ability to really mash the gas when he needs it. We saw it against the Rockets. When he hit it, he's still LeBron. But if he's not available, he's not available. There's no you can't you can't simulate that. You can't I, I thought,
2: recreate that with another one of your players. I thought, you know, when we we've said this before, when if LeBron's gonna miss some games, this is where coach has said this a couple times. That's why we that's why we feel good about this trade for Russ, because opportunities like this are gonna come up where this is where the Russell Westbrook piece really comes into play because LeBron could take some games off. That has been kind of half the case so far.
1: West L.A. is our next stop. And Simon, Simon, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up?
4: Oh, hey, guys.
2: So, first of
4: all, I don't think that we're crazy in trouble. I think it's the beginning of the season. We're not 1-8. These, these super teams sometimes take some time, and we have three of the top ten players in the league, and I think they'll they'll figure it out. I hope, you know? But I think the Braun being injured thing is more scary than anything. But the other thing is, I have a question for you guys. Is I would love to ask this of a professional athlete. Does someone pull Westbrook aside? Does someone say something like, you know, logically, statistically, just on the numbers, you should not be the one taking this last shot, especially when you have Carmelo flapping his wings like, like a bird and he's on fire in the game. And, or he should have even gotten the ball in the first place. Like when Russell Westbrook got the ball, you immediately knew this guy. Is not going to give up the
2: rock. Well, Simon, appreciate you calling in. Um, listen, if you want an opinion from professional athletes, this is the show to call into. <laughs> yeah, we're a
1: couple of immediately uh, when he said,
2: "Hey, I'd re- I'd really love to get a perspective from professional athletes." Bro, you came to the right show, so I'm I'm really glad that you acknowledged the athleticism within this within these Clearly. studios right now. Yeah, okay? <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, wait, wait, I'm going to go back to something he said. Doesn't Russ kind of realize in that situation that he should not be the guy taking the shot? I don't disagree with him. I'm gonna read off this this tweet. CP um, sent me a tweet. He says, Slee, don't lie to the public. When the game was on the line, Russ blew it. Plain and simple. Threw the ball into the third row, brick the three, lost his man for a dunk. That is all him with the game on the line. He's actually right on all three of those, that he did brick a three, Mm -hmm. he did send the ball into the third row, and he did lose Dort on a... I don't know why he was going out to Shea Gilgis during one of those final possessions and Dort dunked the ball. He's right on all three of those things. But I can also go back to this and say, um, the game shouldn't have been close. Okay, it was close. And Russell Westbrook, if you watch that play, had no choice but to take that shot. Because, like Simon is mentioning, Carmelo hit five of ten threes during the game. Do you know who else knew that? The Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. So they put a couple guys on him. It's not like Carmelo was sitting in the corner by himself and Russ said, no, no, I'm the guy that's going to take the game winner.
1: This is why I think that there's some stuff here. It's not just one thing. It's a lot of things.
2: If it were just one thing, it'd be like, yeah, we'll get that clean. They up. lose that game yesterday because of Russ? No. No, they but did that, not that, lose the game because of. That's Russ. the only point I'm making. Yeah, is no, that I get it. Those who try to say, "Well, they lost the game because of no, Russ," no, go they, watch the game they again. They
1: lost the game because they're playing really bad basketball. Mm-hmm. That's why they look collectively. But that's exactly right. They're playing bad collectively. Individually, if you look at Anthony Davis' numbers last night, they're fantastic. Did he take over the game? Nope. Carmelo Anthony had a really good night shooting the ball. Did they win the game? Nope. Russell Westbrook is like he just said a top 10 player. I would probably push back on that a little bit, but is he a really high level NBA player? Absolutely Westbrook's not top 10. No. no. Did they win? No. It's not just oh fix this fix. I don't the do top it's ten right now. Everything, all of it together, that leads me to believe that there are some things going on here. All right, week nine of the NFL got kicked off last night. The Rams have a very important game. We're just a hundred days away from the Super Bowl, Slee. I want to tell you what I'm looking for. Number one thing Sunday against the Titans. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple.
1: all right um <laughs> that's a pretty you know good we idea should do? you know what we should do this weekend <laughs> i'm sorry i know yeah. that's terrible hosting by me right no, there okay. but you caught me flat-footed right <laughs> there with that was awesome we should
2: do that you're yeah. right uh you know what we should do this weekend <laughs> what we should just show up for the marathon see how far we can both go okay that's a great question is it saturday or sunday sunday um why it- don't they do it on saturday give people chance to recover I'm not, i have a,
1: i have a very important marathon question for you okay not how far could you run if you if they said you know like we're doing a squid games thing you yeah. have to keep running until so it, right by the now, way I, I doubled back on it uh-huh. awesome 100 percent in really yeah my son was watching it and so i started watching it with him again and i got caught up and i'm, and I'm like yeah this is pretty darn good what episode are you or i'm what? on four now I, I tapped out after the first you one. Got like, some
2: great ones coming. Yeah, I'm up. I'm, I'm I'm all in. Well, I'll tell you what happens. So in, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we're, so we're not doing squid games where something terrible happens if you stop running. Yeah. So you can try to pace yourself long. And- but if you said at a reasonable yep. jog, not yep. a sprint, not mm-hmm. a, not as fast as you can, mm-hmm. but a jog. Yep. How how long could
2: you run for five minutes at a jog? Oh yeah, definitely five minutes. Ten. I think I could go. So you're saying you can't stop. You can't stop. It doesn't matter what the pace is, right? It, like, but you it can't can, be like a shuffle. You have yeah, to be running. You gotta running. you gotta be running. Yeah. Um no, I, I didn't get I didn't get three miles in. Oh yeah, I don't think I could get to the coffee machine. I I don't know if my right knee will allow three miles, but uh, but I think I get three miles in. Yeah, you're farther down the road. So you said this before. You talked about you said you did a half marathon. I have, yeah. Okay.
1: It uh, it hurt and my hip was irreparably changed, but
2: I'm really glad I did it. I did the Disneyland half marathon. Mm -hmm. You got to run through the park and all that. It was awesome. I had a good time. So the first one that I did, Balboa down in San Diego. You started at Cabrillo National Monument. Okay. This is the half marathon. Yeah. You started Cabrillo National Monument. I don't know if you've ever been to Cabrillo. I have. In Point Loma. Mm-hmm. It's like the most ridiculous thing that you'll possibly see. It's this view- It's extraordinary. Of downtown slash Coronado slash the Pacific Ocean yeah. uh, slash military cemetery. It's very powerful My as well. My father-in-law
1: is buried there.
2: It's as powerful as it gets. Yeah. So, um, so you start there and you start going. When I, I I'll never forget this. When I had like the last mile and a half, two miles to go, <laughs> my body was done. I mean, it was just shutting down. Plus, I did the uh, cheeseburger. You know, they pass out. Yeah, they, they pass. The worst idea, right? Cheese stuck on the for like the last mile and a half. Cheese stuck on the upper part of my mouth. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> That's so a marathon,
2: a half marathon. I could get behind. You get a cheeseburger, Trev. Yeah, it's like a small
1: little slider, basically. <laughs> That's okay, fine. so um, two, three. <laughs> You just stop right there. Yeah, yeah, it's seven miles in. (laughs) You guys got like a – is there a TV Is the game on?
2: You guys doing curly fries? (laughs) Uh, Sir, keep running. Okay, so shake to go with these? (laughs) So I don't know how you felt, but I'll never forget that last like mile and a half. Every corner you turned, I'm like, it's done, right? No, it's not done, right? But I'll never forget when you got to the end, and I remember telling John – we're talking about John Chin, right? Yeah, legacy runner. I I remember telling John – this was years ago – he said, that's awesome. That's great. You know what you should do next time? I'm like, what? He goes, why don't you turn around and do it all over again? There's your full marathon. <laughs> My mind couldn't comprehend what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, it, it's the, I, you know,
1: for people that are real runners, they're laughing at us right now, but yeah. it's not the it's the middle miles for me the first the, the first two or three not too bad because you're in good shape and you're feeling pretty good and the those miles are, are clicking by first two three
2: I, I those are the ones i like i the, need my legs to just start getting confused th- three, they, they three, know what's going on in the beginning
1: three or four it's fine and then the last two i don't because it's close enough and you want to put up time and all these things you get that the second wind it's those middle four or 5 that they're like i should just quit no one would know if I quit. I could just have could call my wife. She could come pick me up. No one will know. The roads will be open by the time she gets over here. It'll be fine. Just quit in the middle. It's a mental game on those. It is. It is absolutely brutal. All right. Von Miller debut probably on, on Sunday. Still mm-hmm. waiting to find out for sure, but it, it seems pretty likely. If the Rams can get pressure. The way that we anticipate them getting pressure, and look, the Rams are leading the league in quarterback pressures already, leading the league in sacks already before the addition of Von Miller. So they were able to get there. But if all of a sudden these quarterbacks have a second and a half, two seconds to make a decision, and we get to see that a handful of times in this game, so I think that for the first time all year, we, what have we been saying about the Rams? They're one of the best teams in the league, yeah. and they are. Mm-hmm. If that looks the way that I think it might look on Sunday or the following Monday against the 49ers, if you get another week down the road, I think that that's going to go from one of the best teams in the NFL to the best team in the NFL.
2: Well, you kind of feel like for both the AFC and the NFC that there's a handful of teams that could come out, right? I don't don't think there's a clear cut, hey, we know this team. I can maybe make the case, you know what, Buffalo could be the best team in the AFC. Mm Mm-hmm. But I could also make the case that a couple other teams, hey, you go up against Baltimore, Baltimore. What, would the, what would that look like? I still Just think kinda... you can throw
1: the Chargers in there. I know that that makes you roll your eyes, but I think they're in there.
2: So I, I think that there really isn't a clear cut. You could do the same thing in the NFC. This trade, like you mentioned, maybe that – and we're not going to find out right away. We're going to find out in about three, four weeks when they go up against the Packers mm-hmm. and you still got some other games, big-time the Their next three the weeks
1: are Tennessee mm-hmm. – San Francisco, Monday Night Football, and I always say this, but I think it's important. The Niners have been the Rams kryptonite. They, yeah. they really do not – That it's a bad matchup for them. You hear it all the time. The Rams are a better team than the 49ers, but it's a bad matchup for them, and and that bad matchup has presented itself, and then they've got that one on Monday night, and then a bye, and then the week after that, the Packers in Green Bay, so presumably Aaron Rodgers is back by that point. So,
2: and I, I, the reason why I bring that up is, I think these next few weeks are going to tell a story, is there a team separating themselves from the rest of the pack? And if the Rams are going to be that team, and if we're all of a sudden going to watch this Rams team kind of go to the next level based upon what they did and based on just having more chemistry together, more time together, that that's what I find. They already went through those three games where you couldn't gauge much, just get a win and move on. Mm-hmm. Now they actually have games where they'll be more meaningful. I
1: keep coming back to Vaughn Miller because – I. I put myself in the shoes of the opposing quarterback. Okay, you break the huddle, and you walk up to the line of scrimmage, and you're looking around, and there's Aaron Donald on my right. Mm -hmm. Or there's Aaron Donald right over in the A-gap over my center between the guard. Okay, there he is. Okay, I need to know where he is. we got two bodies on that guy. Oh wow, there's there's Von Miller over on the other side. Uh, okay. Now I got Aaron Donald right in the middle of the field. I've got Von Miller over here to my left mm. side. Where's Leonard Floyd? Wait, Leonard Floyd is right next to Von Miller? Who, who why would you block both of those guys on the same way? Or you got them on opposite sides or however I don't know what the answer is. The the offensive coordinators in the NFL are far smarter at this than I am. But if you have 3 guys and what let me let me back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have 2 guys that are legitimate game breakers. They they have to be accounted for at all times. Key calls them red dot guys. That when you go into the room and you do the the meeting, you get the laser pointer and you put it right there, ninety nine, red dot on him right here. That's the dude we need to worry about. You've got three of those guys on this team with Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. We haven't talked about Leonard Floyd yet. Learn Floyd gets that I don't know how you block all of that up. Somebody somewhere is going to come up with
2: something that they're going to try to do. I just don't know what it looks like. That's what I think makes this so exciting. Let's get these games started. You know, let the in the Sunday night game, this is a nationally televised game, and whether he plays or he doesn't play, these are gonna be games. And I don't think the Titans, I know they're they're missing arguably one of the best players in the NFL and Derrick Henry. Um, I don't think this is going to be a squad that you just see kind of fold over. I really don't. I, I think they're well coached. I think, um, I, I think they'll be in the game. I don't think they'll win the game, but I, I don't think this is going to be. Oh well, Derrick Henry's out. They're just going to fold up shop and look for, look forward to the next. Do you week. put any
1: stock in this? The Rams are thirteen and six in primetime games, and what we went Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, thirteen and six. You're winning two out of every three of those games, basically. Yeah, I do. I think so, too. Yeah, I do. It I feels do. like he gets his guys at their best. One of my favorite Sean McVay sayings, mm-hmm. be at your best when your best is required. They're really good at that. They're really good at
2: that, that when all eyes are on them, they show up. Yeah, that's, that's not a, it's not a small thing. You know, I think there's certain teams that maybe don't like the spotlight. Maybe there's certain teams that they don't play good. They're the only nationally televised game. I think it says something. Look, it's not going to tell the full story. You can't walk in and say, hey, guys, we're 13-6 and six in nationally yeah. televised, but I think it tells somewhat of a story. ESPN Radio
1: is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests
2: appear via the Goodyear hotline.
1: Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
0: Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The Official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play! Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: You know what I want to do, Al? Yeah. I want to do some factor cap.
3: All right, guys. Emily. Emily, Yay. everybody.
2: What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> you had up?
3: enough of me yesterday, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, so, in honor of uh, UFC 268, we talked to Kamaru Usman yesterday. Uh, great interview. But uh, Conor McGregor shared a new photo of his uh, infamous leg break, and it made me cringe. I did not like it, but... You can't watch injury replays. Travis is his factor cap.
1: That is the most fact based thing you've ever put in this game. It I hate that stuff. I don't look. I don't. Violence is not my my deal, and injuries are not my deal. And I just when. I get it it's context football terrible things happen to football players MMA fighters I I get it that there are accidents guys that on skateboards try to do stuff and something terrible happens to their please don't send it to me please don't show it to me please don't tell me about it I I do not want to hear about the time that your femur stuck through your skin I'm, I'm, I'm good you do not need to tell me these things show me these things Conor McGregor that goes triple for you All right, so definitely fact.
2: Um, You know, here's the reality. This is the one thing. I got some issues with, uh, you know, watching a game sometimes. There's certain sports. All right, why are we doing replays for 39 minutes? Why is an umpire calling a ball that's four feet out of the strike zone a strike? You know, those types of things. Why do you got to call out Angel Hernandez like that? So (laughs) you give like, an actual name. Here's his social security number. So with all that being said. He's the one that called it. One of my pet peeves. Bro, I don't need to see 14 different replays of the dude turning his ankle. It no. doesn't even have to be that bad of an injury. You ever perfect example. You ever turn your ankle? Yes. What's worse than the initial feeling of turning your ankle?
1: Oh, well, you, you feel like, "Oh, that's it.
2: I'm yeah, dying. It's done." Yeah, that uh, <laughs> They're gonna I'm going to have done. to cut it off. I'm going to lay here and this is where I will fall asleep. <laughs> I'm, already right I'm already Go seeing the other side. I'm already seeing the light, sleep. <laughs> that's what happens when you yep. turn your ankle. What I don't need to do is see somebody else turn their ankle in every possible angle possible. You know, that's the one thing I will say about these networks. We don't need to see that. I don't want to see that. Even, Even some of these UFC is a great example. When a dude gets laid out, if I saw it once... I don't need to see slow motion, 56 replays, all that stuff, so I'm with you Uh, that I don't want to see. I'm okay with
1: one. Here's what happened, Yep, and let's keep it moving. Mm -hmm. That's good enough. And Conor McGregor's his own deal. I I get what he's doing, but... Hard pass on gruesome injuries.
3: Yeah, especially when there's some really bad injuries and they don't replay it. You know it's really bad. Yeah, well,
2: that's how you know there's like life-threatening issues yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, putting no like a case. towel over. <laughs> and, yeah. What was that college? Uh, I'm I'm forgetting the individual who Kevin Ware. Kevin Ware oh that's what goodness it was. gracious, that was
1: awful. Yeah. Louisville, right? I think yeah, that was no, Louisville. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. national championship game. Yeah, <laughs> no
3: thank you. No thank you. So Odell Beckham Jr. It's also his birthday today. Happy birthday. But he's especially catching a lot of heat because his dad tried to help him get traded. So you would let your family fight your battles for you. Alan, is this factor cap?
2: Cap. No, thank you. I got it. Everything's good. Let me do my thing. I don't need, it almost becomes a distraction, a headache. How do you know how I feel about it? Let me figure out my own business. Let me kind of take care of it. I'm a big time cap on that one. Let, let me do my thing. And I also won't interject into your business or anything else that you're doing. I, I understand the instinct. I
1: understand the instinct to want to defend your child or your spouse, or I, I, I get it. Don't. <laughs> it's, it, it's a bad look. I don't, what odell beckham jr's father i'm assuming odell beckham senior um cares about thinks about this i get he wants what's best for his kid i get it stay out of it that's why he has an agent that's why there's a players union that's why they have all these different channels to do this stuff and I, i like i said i understand the instinct of somebody's getting criticized heavily and their wife wants to defend i understand but you need to have this conversation before honey This is my job. I'm a public person. It comes with that is a bunch of heat and a bunch of criticism. I need you to stand down. I know you love me. I know you've got my back, but do not engage. Mom, dad, brother, sister, wife, husband, don't do it.
3: I wonder if uh, Odo Beckham Sr. also had his own little videographer uh, set that up too, because essentially the video was just all the times that OBJ has been open. And then, yeah, he edited it together himself. I'm like, that's actually kind of impressive. I was going to say, he's got a
1: future as a video editor. (laughs) If nothing else, it looked pretty good.
3: Exactly. So, next up, uh, I saw on Twitter that there is now a robot who can now do massages. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) you would go to a robot masseuse. Alan is his Factor cap. Well,. I
2: think I'm in. Oh, really? Yeah this is a this is a different one. I think I'm in, and I, I'll give you my reasoning for this. We were actually talking about this. <laughs> what were we talking about a couple days ago? We were talking about um, driving to work, and you know, your Tesla or anybody who has the you have the ability. Like, listen, human error is much yeah greater than yeah. Uh, a machine doing it, right? And that I'm all in for the, as much as I talk about how robots scare the hell out of me, but I'm all in for the day I get to sit in the back seat and some and the and the car is driving itself. I'm the first one back there. <laughs> I'm sitting back there. Hands are out. Windows are, are down. I'm, you're I'm taking relaxed. Taking a nap. You're working. Taking a nap. Watching a movie. Just, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm enjoying my day. Eating a sandwich. Whatever I need to do. Um I'm a little interested in this one. You ever use the you know the hyper ice or the you ever use those uh, like the theragon? The kind Theragun, of thing? Yeah, exactly. Sure. They're all the same. Those things are pretty ridiculous. They're like, awesome. They are amazing. If I don't even have to be the one kind of controlling it, and it's somebody <laughs> else doing that as well, this makes no sense. I to have me. a feeling. I just have a feeling that, and I'm going to be incredibly respectful to the robot. So like, we're gonna have. <laughs> A really good connection. We yeah. have a really good connection.
1: I, I, I'm confused because I thought that this was going to go another way for you. That you're waiting for, you know, Judgment Day. You're you're <laughs> waiting for when the machines become sentient yeah. and they start to do what you're afraid they're going to do. But you're going to be on the massage table, yeah. vulnerable, yeah. with this thing that that has hands apparently that could very quickly just say, you know what. The 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 sentient moment has arrived and mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Now you're naked
2: Slewa trying to fight the robot masseuse. I'm gonna walk in with an incredible amount of respect. <laughs> I'm gonna have a, first have a kind of a conversation with the robot, like get we're to gonna know get each to other. Get to know each other, and it's I'm gonna build the type of relationship necessary to walk away with no aches and pains on my body. Yeah, I, this is cap for me for a very
1: specific reason, and this is a weird Travis thing. I don't like massages they they i'm i know that people swear by them yep. and i'm sure that they're incredibly therapeutic i yep. I, I, I get it in lay down on your
2: stomach for a quick second i, I want to do a couple things i don't want to be
1: in a poorly lit room with a towel around my waist with somebody i don't know lurking behind me
3: it hello, makes alan. me feel very hello,
1: very travis. vulnerable what was that
3: hello alan hello travis <laughs> i don't like good. that
2: that's not good. That kind of starts,
3: a she's greeting you. Yeah, no, that I kind do. of
2: changes everything just a little bit. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. But that's the attitude. You walk in with that attitude, something could happen. Mine, there's going to be such a good vibe. I'm going to light a couple candles. We're, we're going to just have a really, really beautiful relationship. Nope. Time for your massage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Zach, you
1: need to stop doing that. I, I do not like that at all.
3: All right. So uh, we got a last one. So... Um, you know, we know the marathons coming up on Sunday. So no matter how much warning you get, traffic from a marathon is always enraging. Travis, factor cap.
1: It's it's fact. I, I my my brother runs marathons. Uh, he hasn't run one in a while, but he's run probably a dozen or so. And, and I've I've gone to watch him in in some of these marathons and trying to go from point A to point B to see him go by a couple of times is deeply frustrating deeply deeply frustrating so yes it even i know that okay this road's closed you got to go around here you can yeah. get an easy access here it's
2: deeply frustrating no, my, my biggest problem is I, I don't know what the hell's going on i don't know what streets open i don't know what streets close. i don't know if i should park here everything says tow away like i i have no idea what's going on in 26 miles that's a really long route <laughs> You know, the way they're shutting things off. And so my problem is I will probably end up driving and not knowing I'm in mile seven. I'm driving down with them mile seven. Like, wow, what a great Sunday. Everybody, hey, nice to see you. (laughs) Everybody's out for a walk today. What's going on? I love
1: it. I love it. How many halves have you done?
2: Maybe three, I think. Something like that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Years ago. I
1: was just going to say, when was the last time you did it? I probably
2: did it maybe seven, eight years ago. Something like
1: that. You have a half marathon in three months. You ready to go? No. No. Six? No, i need six. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that's, we need six. That's probably the right way to yeah. do it. All
2: right, Lakers.
1: Um, they ran it back last night in mm-hmm. the worst possible way. We're all over it next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. You know why I like you? Many, many reasons, but in particular, yeah. you you do something that I don't think very many people do well and you okay. do it very well. Tell me what that is. You realize when you've gotten something wrong, you're yeah. like, gosh, I wish I could have that back. Yeah. And you're comfortable saying I'd like to have that back. Yeah. Watching your face. Uh-huh. As your in-and-out order was repeated back yep. to you in your headset, mm-hmm. you, I could tell that you were you were bothered by it. Yeah, it's a little amateur hour. <laughs> a little amateur hour. You know yeah, what I mean? Look, it wasn't great. Yeah. It wasn't great. I feel like I was trying to be entrapped in the kitchen a minute ago. Wow. I went down there to get to refill my
2: uh, coffee, mm-hmm. and there are two bags of chips so are on the you, table. Oh yeah, and it's by the way, it's the Munchies one too.
1: Yeah, they, and I very much would like to eat both of those bags, but I feel like there's a camera somewhere, like ready to snap the picture. There he goes again, reaching into the salty snack bag.
2: Okay, so or if he
3: takes it, then like so, uh, like something falls a from, box the drops yeah. from the ceiling. Rocks
2: from the ceiling. So here's my me question in. to you: um, <laughs> Is that Munchies bag? Is that is that you ever had that mix?
1: Uh yeah, I think I probably it's a pretty have. damn good mix. Yeah, well. It's, it's salty. It's got everything in there. No, crispy. it's got
2: Cheetos, Doritos, <laughs> Sun Chips, and pretzels. Yeah, salty, crispy, cheesy. I mean, what more are you looking for? Y- you can't just put that mix together, and it's it just kind of kinda sits there. Here, Zach, you go in there and, and get, they have a them, spicy and bring one them back in
1: here, and we'll we'll uh, we'll go eat them along the way. All right, I want to start with a tweet right here. This is from D Monique, and D writes, and this is a good question, Trav and Question for you guys. What do you believe needs to happen for this team to finish these games? Personally, complacent is a big issue for me, but I can go I can go on forever with this. Okay, D, it, I think it's a good question because mm-hmm. we've been talking about the Lakers and that they lost to Oklahoma City last night is really mind-boggling. Like We can say, oh, they didn't do this, or Russ isn't the right person to take that shot, or they need to do a better job here, or they need to do a better job there. Fine, we can probably break down some areas that need to be improved this you've been saying this all morning Mm -hmm. these games should not be games it's not that frank vogel didn't have a timeout or russell westbrook's not the right it's why are we even here why did we get to this point um and i think she's on to something i think the biggest issue and how you fix this is this is a, a really general thing but i think it speaks to it pretty well they need to tighten up they just need to tighten everything up. The defense needs to be a little bit tighter. The attention to detail needs to be a little bit tighter. The ability to finish off a bad team, because you you we, you you know the feeling. We all know the feeling. You can feel it when they just about over, even if it's in the second or the third quarter, when it gets to that point where the other team goes, yeah, this ain't happening tonight, and they haven't gotten there. They get close to it, and then they let the other team come back in. It's just all of these little things. It's not, oh. Russ needs to shoot better oh they need to be better on the defensive end oh Anthony Davis needs to be more dominant in the five it's just all of these little things that have added up to
2: really substandard basketball you're right about that that you can't really pinpoint one specific thing hey if this player started doing this then that's going to be the difference you know one thing that I think is a little odd for the Lakers let me use uh last night as an example Uh, Wayne Ellington came back first game that he's played for the Lakers and I am actually I'm a big fan. I thought Wayne Ellington will start the season. Um he wasn't healthy, but I thought he'd be a starter. I thought because he's a 40 plus percent shooter, LeBron, sure. AD, DeAndre, and then Russell Westbrook and Ellington. The one thing Lakers don't have and part of this has to do with people coming in and out of the lineup cuz that's kind of how it's been so far. Um one thing they don't have, they don't have that okay, hey yeah, that's the that's the five we go to. Yeah. We don't that's they, a great point. they don't have that um, this is how we close out a game. We understand who's supposed to be on the court and who isn't. Everybody understands their role. If I told you Kent Bazemore, um, Kent Bazemore, um, am I drawing a blank on? I'm just trying to think of some of these other like guards none. here. Kendrick, or no, yeah. Malik, Malik Monk. Malik Monk, yeah. I don't know who's going to close a game. I really don't. Okay. I, I think I might have an idea. You know, you know, the, the kind of the big names. There's no real consistency with this Lakers team. Part of that is the. Still trying to figure things out, but I, I think they got you know obviously a long way to go.
1: I, I like that a lot. I, I think that's really interesting, but I I think what's also a part. The five guys that you – your go-to guys, right? Your go-to – because, look, when you get in the playoffs, the rotation gets even shorter. It goes from whatever it is, 10 under Sometimes normal – Sometimes I th- feel
2: like they have too many guys.
1: Well, I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Is it because they haven't figured it out yet? Is it because they've had some injuries where guys have been in and out of the lineup and you don't know how it goes together? Or is it that it just doesn't really fit together and you don't have five? There are three
2: possible answers. Which one is it? I think there – nobody is – you know, let me use the guards as an example – Avery Bradley is not going to give you. You better have me on the floor by the end of this game. I don't know if Wayne Ellington. I don't know if Kent Bazemore. I don't know if down the road Malik Monk or if Kendrick T. Nunn. Tht. I think you don't have this standout player that says, "Yeah, that's you know, it's closing time. That's the guy." So I think you got you know five six guards that will eventually be fighting for some type of position. Guys will be in the rotation. Guys won't be. I think it has less to do with the time that this or that. I don't think there's a clear-cut player. I don't. I don't think there's a clear-cut player. There's not a clear-cut player in the at good least way or in the bad way. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's nobody you can say. You
1: look at that. That's the problem right there. That guy. If, if we can fix his play, or get rid of him, or not play him, or if that piece gets better, we're fine. And the other thing is, too. Hey, look, we got this. Everything's fine because AD has been. The statistics are pretty good. But the eye test is telling you something different. LeBron's missed games, will continue to miss games for at least another week. So LeBron, when he's available, is great. But his availability for really the first time ever becomes a bit of a question mark. And Russell Westbrook is just kind of all over the place. Good game, bad game, bad turnover, good play. There's Mm -hmm. no one reason that everything's fine. And there's really no one reason where this thing isn't working together. And I think that's arguably, Al one of the most difficult things about this and one of the scariest things about this for me is where do you start? Where do you start to find what was working and what's not? Because nothing other than Carmelo knocking down every three looks like,
2: yeah. nothing looks super great. Okay, Let, let's do a couple things here. Um First of all, when we come back, we'll take as many phone calls as we can, 877-710-ESPN. So Trev, What are the Lakers' biggest issues right now? Is it issues or is it, hey, this is just part of the growing pain? A lot of people try and make examples of, oh, when LeBron had this roster, it took them X amount of games. When he was in Miami, they started off the season 9 and 8. I hate those comparisons because uh, LeBron was also 28 years old and in his prime. It's a completely different story. So we'll take some of your phone calls. Plus, let's take a look at what the Lakers got because that schedule that we've talked about is the easiest in the NBA through the first nine games – that story is going to start changing. So unless the Lakers start playing better basketball collectively, they they might be in a little bit of a hurt here coming up. We'll do that coming up next. 877-710-ESPN. This is the Travis and Sleva Show on 710 ESPN.